newborn baby has two primary modes of communication. Laughter, which says, I love this. Or crying, which says, this frightens me. I'm in pain. Life can bring much pain. There are many ways to deal with this pain. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. Steve, what is this? You can say it. Go ahead. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Real Estate of Mine. And we are back again. With a part two special. Part two, ladies and gentlemen. With my boy, KP. Going on, y'all. Back again, part two. Back at it again with another one. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like we had just previously said, this is realest state of mind, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get the air horn. You know, uh, kind of off riff, I just want to ask, where where did you get the name real estate of mind? That's kind of funny. Um, I was kind of, I felt like I was thinking, where do I want to take it? And I was talking to Steve one day and... I feel like I might, no, I heard it in a song. Rick Ross said, I'm into real estate and a real estate of mine. He said something like that, but it yeah. sounded crazy to me. Yeah. So I was, and I kept saying it like, I'm in the real estate and a real estate of mine. I'm trying to get my real estate license. So, you know, I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to get in that mode. And by the time we got to the show, I think I had just said it so many times to where I've Eventually, I realized, oh, this is realest state right. of mind. Right. Kind of just naturally came about. I like that. Thank it you. A, it has a nice ring to it. Thank you. You know, we try to make a quick little play on words. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to have you back, Caleb. Um, anything new that you like to share with us? Uh, I had some great food. Okay. Comfort LA. Shout out Comfort LA. That's crazy. Shout out to my last episode. 
You know, we have to take them to the spot, man. It's kind of crazy. They showed up in our Spread the Sugar, Share the Wealth segment. Steve heard that and said, you know what? Let's go over there and see if they open today. Yeah, I had that dinner combo, five wings. I had to get a quick plate. Had some sides. mac and cheese yes. with the with the greens, yes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Had some French fries on the side, and it was about you know thirteen dollars for the combo. Can't beat that, man. And I'm telling you, we weren't able to sit in there because of because the, of the Rona, but it's just smooth vibes in there. They got Jenga. Uh, they got card games. They got board games. They got the whole nine in there for you to just catch a vibe, bro. Like, man, they got a nice party. You just catch a vibe. All I'm those talking. activities and that people are missing out on. Yeah, because of, of a black owned restaurant. Black owned. Because of Rona. Hey, man, what you call that? We call that black excellence, but it's the Rona. That man. we do. But it's a blessing that they were able to do curbside and delivery at this time. So, mm-hmm. so shout we, out to resources, man. Yeah, for sure. Was you know this this whole Corona thing has has impacted so many people in so many different Sheesh. ways. Yeah. But I think it it was definitely an opportunity for us to to look inside what our true intentions are in the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, spending time with family. Mm-hmm. Can we adapt to this new way of living? Um, and I'm, I'm honestly appreciative of what 2020 has brought, even with the Corona and all this anxiety and, and worry that's in the air. Um, you know, I think it, 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 there's also some really good things that that have come from it. I don't know about you guys. Have you like picked up some hobbies or something throughout? (laughs) I know I got on the photography wave real quick i for sure picked up a few new tips and tricks uh started recently learning how to use an embroidery machine a heat press machine to try to bring back the merchandise with desserts um shout out to desserts man. shout out desserts. always a shout, shout out, out to, to desserts. desserts you know desserts. uh you guys wouldn't be listening to this pod if it wasn't for desserts so yeah. kind of um, crazy desserts kinda- tv Kind of, kind of thankful for him. You know what I mean. So I appreciate that, Steve. Desserts, man, shout out to Mr. D, yeah. <laughs> D, whatever you want to call him. That's what using to. your social platform is all about, shout man. Out shout out, him. shout out the businesses of your friends, your loved ones. You know, shout put them out them there. Out. It takes two seconds. You know, that it does. Let's start it. Start the movement now. Where we just shout out our our friends' businesses, our friends' friends' businesses. And let's let's keep the word moving. You know? I mean, and you know what's crazy? People would rather support somebody they don't even know. Right. Like somebody they see on social media and be like, oh, he looks cool. Let me support him. Just because he's got 144,000 followers. Or, or, or whatever it is. Yeah. But they, they'd rather support them than support their own local stuff. And it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. My man has a, uh, like a, you know, desserts baking right and he, he bakes and stuff like that but people rather go to the store <laughs> and buy some shit than to support a black 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 man here trying is to it, make a living you know what i mean that's is it crazy. jealousy can you um, call it that um no i wouldn't necessarily call it that because it, it all depends um maybe is it self-hate <laughs> Hey, I don't know. I'm ready um, to part, bro. That's, that's um, but I don't. I don't necessarily think it has to be those things. I think sometimes it may be all of that, but sometimes right. it might just be they don't want what's on my menu, and I have to be comfortable with they may not want what I offer. But then also, like 
who is my target market at the same time right. too. So on the other end of that, it's like, yeah, we can get so caught up on maybe they don't support, but we kind of touched on that on part one. It's like, I could fixate on that or I could fixate on where the support is coming at. Yeah. Like when I first started desserts, like great, great, y'all got me there now. When I first started desserts, it was interesting to see the comments. Excuse me. It was interesting to see the comments that came like about my price point, my this, my that. And I got a lot of drawback from like some people like we went to school with some adults um like it came in many different areas right um i ain't gonna lie i think i was one of them to be Steve honest he probably was one Yo, of them it, like 40 dollars for a cake yeah like oh my gosh like no no i'm facts like, no i heard it i, I for I sure it. said something yeah. until you learn about you know how much it takes to do it how not everybody's actually doing it and then the man has to make some type of money as well you know what I mean? So once you start really understanding that, at that point, you should be like, okay, let me support more black businesses. Yeah, I might pay a little bit more, but it's because the man doesn't have as many resources as a, uh, and he's putting a lot more into it than, let's say, you go to Rouse and get some fucking cookies. Or, mm -hmm. Well, or I hate you know it. I, mean? I hate it. I'm going to get to that in a second. I hated the comparison to the grocery store. <laughs> or I hated the comparison to, the, to the... Uh, to the known like big time bakery, but that's only because well, they're a world oil machine, so they obviously have the resources to do things cheaper than I can do things, and it's not just a one man band as yeah. well, you know. And that's kind of where I started off at, and like the goal was to help fund my education at that time too, though. So like. If you knew me, knew me in that time, like I was in a, <laughs> I keep talking about these bad spaces, but um, I do have happy times. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah. But I was in a messed up space in that time. I'm my most creative self when I'm in a bad space, if we're going to be honest. Um, and that's where desserts came from. And I needed to fund my education. Like it was me growing up. And at that point, it's like, okay, well, it's go time now. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of been dipping and dabbling, knowing that you want to um, be a... This was before I really knew the word entrepreneurship as well. Mm. So I knew I just always wanted to be a businessman, right? right. That's all I'm, I'm about that. I'm about business. That that was just what I knew, right? Um, but around that time, I started learning about the word entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, understanding that that was me to a T. And where did you, you learn most of that from? Like, um, who, who was that first person that like really showed you that what entrepreneurship was. Oh, well, the, my biggest inspiration as, as it pertains to anything entrepreneurship comes from my dad. Um, like, like I have dream, I have uh, memories of like my dad, like owning a pizzeria, we doing like our landscaping stuff. Like most recently, like our times in the food truck, like many different avenues many different areas but he's done a great job of helping me know to be um versatile with right. my game you know what i mean like yeah, shout out to your dad shout, shout out, out to, to pops man the og if shout we were standing to together he would say yeah i'm the original d'artagnan shout <laughs> out to d'artagnan senior let's hear their horns for that one man. let's get a horn for my og but yeah when i um 
when I first started, there was a lot of like that type of a reaction, but, and I reacted aggressively towards it at times too, to where like, I remember one of the first people, and I always reference this girl specifically, but she had said something to me and I was like, and I wasn't mad that you don't want my stuff at that time too, because I knew like, I knew off rip everybody's not going to order from me. I was just happy to get whatever I was going to get. I was going into it in that angle, but I did not expect to get the drawback. So when I started receiving it for my pricing and just anything, I was I was like, whoa, like, how dare you like say something to me about this or that? And, da -da 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 -da. and over time, A, I realized that's not how you can react. That's not how I can be responding to situations. And... I talk about now about trying to be more diplomatic in um, situations like that to where now somebody says something to me like that. Oh, I'm comfortable with saying, oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your input. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know how much that means to me. And thank you. And There's less pressure to please, you know, to please people. You know, you, you're kind of staying more true to yourself. And st taking a step back and listening. You know? Well, and also I realized too, more than ever, I don't need to be arguing with people over here because they didn't place an order. Yeah, but there are people on this yeah. other side. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the point of like where you want to focus at, right? Because I like right now I'm promoting for my Thanksgiving special this year, right? Mm -hmm. The first time I did it, like I had the seven up and a pound cake on the menu, right? Um, both $40 out my mom's kitchen. I got the flyers I'm passing out. I'm just creating it. I, f I go to the restaurant stores out in Oakland. I get my cake boxes. I'm, I'm trying to bring it up. Um, I may have started promoting it maybe the week, like a week before Thanksgiving. And I think I got like 14 cake orders and I was so juiced to get those 14 cake orders. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, oh word, like maybe, maybe at one, maybe actually let me not. Cause I might've been like, dang, I wish I may have got more. But I remember my sister saying, well, you just introduced it and you got 14. Think about it like that. Like a month ago, you didn't have this. Now you have this and now you're starting something. Oh, Think yeah. about it like that. Oh, yeah. And that led me into December and for my Christmas special that first year, I remember I had made more seven up and pound cakes than I had ever made in my life. That's yeah. and I remember I made like over twenty cakes that um that December and I was just feeling good. And that's around those times for like desserts was starting to like help me a find my find my voice, find who I was as a young man, and start to really come into my own. Oh, yeah. Because at that point I. I didn't have like my friends around as much because everybody kind of went off to school. So I'm at College of Marin. I'm working at St. John's and I'm kicking it with people to an extent, but nowhere near like um, maybe before. So a lot of the times I'm just to myself right now yeah. or we're mm -hmm. rocking with family. You feel me? Yeah, I got um, a question though. Go ahead. Going back to the pricing, the input, those type of things. Although you didn't like it, per se, and you were annoyed by it and stuff like that, do you think it was beneficial as like a lesson towards oh, without how you a doubt. To handle business? Um, because although I understand, you know, the input is like, as an entrepreneur, I guess to a certain extent, you kind of need input, but then at the same time, you really don't. 
Yeah. You really don't want it. Well, it depends too, though. But so do you like, think it's a nice lesson for you to learn? Like great lesson. Hey, I I need to be able to handle those situations because it's gonna happen. Without a doubt, you know because I mean? it's gonna happen regardless. Like yeah, like it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like people used even to, if your even if your cakes was twenty dollars. If it was five dollars, somebody would be like, like That's too somebody low. was well, somebody <laughs> was gonna something say, to say something regardless, right? Yeah. Like I remember one of my old teachers used to try to tell me you should be selling your cakes for twenty dollars. You'd sell more. And that coming from one of my teachers, I thought that was the dumbest thing I could ever heard. Because, yes, I may be selling more, but now I didn't cut my price by 50%. So now I got to make double the same amount of cakes just to make what I'm making right now. Where do I ever make money to do anything? So I'm like, people obviously aren't understanding the point and don't take it personal, right? Yeah, but but their their argument would be like, what if you said five hundred? You know what I mean? Is there is there a price? Too okay, much? okay, that's that's what you think? that's an argument Cause, to it, cause but I, I don't think so. But also, on but how also, much you want to sell it for? You should sell it for. That and price. that, but that's what I think where it really comes to. Like you got to be comfortable with what you want to set your price point to. Yeah. You got to know who your market is, and then you got to market to that. But I will say this: um, if I would have got no orders, or if nobody was doing it, rocking with me. Then I would have had to pay more attention to it and adjust. But it was the simple fact that I realized the people that always said something, they used to just always say something. They didn't use the order from me, um, but which the, was okay. The thing right? is, the, th the argument there is like, would they have ordered from you if it was lower? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but, but that's business. But that's business that's too. Business. And, I was com and I was comfortable with that. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, um, but I definitely think the lessons was great um, because now I know how to handle situations like that a lot better. Um, and it, everything's a lesson at the end of the yeah, day. What it reminds me of is um, Big Brawler brand mm -hmm. and LeVar Ball and kind of what he tried to do with starting his own brand and stuff like that. And he Shout came out, out LeVar Ball. Shout, Shout out, out to him. And then he came out with a shoe that was four hundred dollars. I feel you. You know now, mind I mean? you. I will say this. I was not my target market also. So I knew I couldn't be affording a $40 cake. So I also I'm had... I'm not going to hold you. I couldn't afford a $40 I cake. I knew I couldn't afford a $40 cake. You know, I really think I might get into the cake business, bro. <laughs> like after this, you know, $40 cake. Everybody got a birthday. I feel you. There's a graduation every year. <laughs> Yo, so, so would you make custom cakes though? Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd, I'd target a... Um, Middle to high end market. That's what he did. That's, That's what, what I was kind of trying to so, go to. Yeah. I started going to like um, lawyers' offices in the city, or just because I was networking. Like the kids at St. John's, parents used to like my dessert. And so. not only that, but they were also in his target market. So Literally. he did it. He did it the right way in terms of who he reached out to. Now, if he would have went to all the, you know, the lower income people and said forty dollars a cake, that might not have been the best play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because are they really able to afford that? Well, there's a reason yeah. why there's, you know, PacSun versus Balenciaga. You exactly. Know? So there's different brands for different target markets. And he just, he stuck to his brand. So And I was trying to, um, that's why I made sure I gave quality, I had quality ingredients. And I did everything from scratch. Service. And I was delivering too, like. 
I was actually like shooting myself in the foot by delivering. And it got to the point where I got so in my bag about the price point. I'm going anywhere to bring it to you now, though. So, so you would get a $40 cake and it would be delivered to you. So from it didn't matter. In the Bay it didn't Area. matter where Whether you were. San was. Francisco, which is, you know, maybe a 30 minute drive from his house. And I got to a Vallejo, which the man would have to go over uh, the bridge and in, in, in um, the Bay Area, you have to actually pay toll. You have to pay money for the to get over the bridge. Um, By the time I got to like my second or third special, I was going from I start off at my home in nobody Richmond. Nobody talks about that. That he does bring a lot of. There's a lot of value adds when you buy anything from him. Right. I he comes in a that. suit, suit and tie. I mean, I'm, I'm talking. I, and I started off on accident. Suit. Show him some pictures, dog. Because um, the man becoming dappered down. Well, that shit was kind of the brand. Like yeah. my. My first, my first um, day, my first special. I showed up. I put on my suit that morning, and I said, "I think this is how I should do it." And it ended up working out for me because self-consciously, I think I did it because I wanted to make sure, didn't matter what room I went into, I was gonna get the amount of respect I wanted. I love that. Thank you, um, because I knew if I went in there um, at 18 at that time in just a t-shirt, some jeans. Some J's real quick. Um, they're already not rushing to support me as it is. Right. So I, I, in that moment, I say, let me throw in a suit, cut out. An, I just tried to eliminate every different factor. But by the time I got to a few different specials, I was going, starting off in Richmond, I'd work my way through. If I had to go through Antioch, I might go through Antioch. I might go up through Hercules, Vallejo. Fairfield, wrap around through Marin, come all the way back through San Francisco one time. Like, and it's crazy because I, I may not have bought any cakes or cupcakes or anything like that, but I for sure was right there with you. For sure, support it. Support it, support it in other ways, but supporting with my time, like we like, talked about last fall. Like a lot of my um, closest friends would. Um, they would be behind the camera for me when I needed a video. Yeah, they would be that. there to take the picture, like. Everybody's not a chef, but my folks was in the kitchens with me. You know what I mean? And if they like my shout out to my boy E, the up and coming chef E. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Big announcement. Elijah Willis. Um Put it out there. But like he will be in the kitchen with me. You know what I mean? So like like folks could show up in other ways. And I think and like some of us couldn't afford. I, I couldn't and that's afford the thing. It, and like I mean? and now and I think that's why I got so emotional because I don't want even want this episode to get misunderstood as if like I thought like that cake wasn't necessarily high in some circles. You feel me? Some circles told me that's not high and stop saying that. But mm -hmm. I can understand how in other circles it was because I couldn't even afford it when I did it. But mm -hmm. that wasn't my point, and I had never at any point wanted to force anybody to. Um, order from me. It was just this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm out here. I'm I'm kind of going through some stuff, but I don't want to tell you I'm going through some stuff in this moment because I just gotta work it out right now. Man, dude, but, you know it's crazy, bro. You you really had a full fledged business plan without even going through the you know SWOT analysis. And stuff the crazy thing is, school. it took me until like I really started getting into my business classes and realized. How much I understood that stuff to a T. Because you did it. But right. I wasn't as structured. Yeah. 
Um, but, but you, but you, you literally covered every aspect in it without even knowing literally what a business plan was supposed to be like, mm-hmm. or, or you, maybe you did, but it's because you watched your dad do it. You know what I mean? Well, cause I watched, I watched him do it in real time my whole life. You know what I mean? And I watched a lot of trial and error, but I watched somebody that, um, was never afraid to keep moving forward because right. he understood he had to, you right. feel me? So by just that enough, help me know, well, it's like, hey, well, <laughs> got to get that dirt off my shoulder mm-hmm. real quick and keep pushing. You feel me? So my only question now is with where you're at, would you call it a success in all the, with, through all the bumps and hiccups that you went through and starting a business? Like you said, you had a business plan. There's so many elements that came into creating this one thing. Mm-hmm. Are you happy with where you're at right now? Would you call it a success? Um, I will ultimately call it a success. Yes, but I'm very hard on myself at the same time because this year has been a big year where I had a lot of time to do a lot of reflecting, right? Mm-hmm. In 2015, 2016, I'm building. 2017, I'm building. 2018, I'm building. Just start doing some merchandise. But because I'm so stubborn in my personal life and feel like I really want to leave where I am and go out and explore, um, which isn't anything wrong with, but I wanted to go to L.A. I wanted to come out here and it didn't matter what I really wanted to go to UCLA, but it didn't really matter at a certain point. I ended up at Dominguez Hills and Carson. But um, yeah, I just I ended up out there and in that moment, it, it shifted where the business was and where we necessarily would have been going in that immediate moment. Like, I don't know for a fact if I would have stayed home, things would have continued to go and grow how it was. But now in hindsight, I could see how I could have had a bigger play if I would have just set tight a little bit longer. Right, yeah. yeah. That, but that's exactly what I had to think about when taking a step back with learn, develop, and grow. It was okay. like, do I do I continue to ride this wave and kind of just go through starting a nonprofit and continuing on with these events uh, without having the true knowledge of what are the behaviors of inner city children? Okay. What are um, the family trauma or family dynamics that go into adding to their behavior? You know. Uh, the difference between adolescence and um, prenatal or adolescence and teenage or adolescence and adulthood, you know, does um, does adolescence stop at 25 when they say that your brain is supposed to stop, you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had this knowledge unless I said, you know what, hold up. Um, instead of diving into a realm of children and family homes without having an education under my belt, let me go and take care of this task so that I can be better prepared to articulate myself with this whole new knowledge that I've done studying uh, child psychology, you know. But then people are looking at me like, like, well, bro, like you, you met KD, you were highlighted, you was at the game, you got da 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 da, but uh, you got to ride this wave because you'll never get it again, or 
uh, what happened, bro? We don't we don't see you like live anymore. You know, you don't you don't be doing anything. What's going on with learn, develop, and grow? And I got that. I got to swallow swallow that pill every mm-hmm. time I explain to him. It's like, just hold on a second. That's always there. I brought out 160 people, but it doesn't stop there. Once I was done with that, I was thinking about bringing out 5,000 people the next time I did it. But then in front of 5,000 people, what can I, what seeds can I plant throughout that? And that's me taking a step back so that I could take three when I come back. That's important. Come back even stronger, you know? Hey, we pod now. Yeah. That's like, that's kind of like the point where we talk about slowing down to speed up because that's essentially what I was doing while I was at school because how I would narrate that time is I got like most of my game on how to like be a business owner, run business, start something and just go for it. Structure like the bay. No, wait a second. Because you, you already had that. But, that. but that's what I'm saying. That's what I got from the Bay. But by the time I came to Dominguez Hills, that's where I learned, like, scalability. Mm. And that structure, like, we're about, like you were about to reference. Like, right. that's where I started learning, like... Because I knew I wanted to do things bigger than just out of my mom's kitchen. But that was my reality. And, I, and the point that I think is very important is don't be afraid to just... Sometimes just take that leap, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I did. Like I said, okay, I want I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to I like to cook. I've did this before, branded a little bit better cuz I could have came back with D'Artagnan's desserts and that was the debate at that time, but I knew my name is not the easiest thing to say and I started learning through like our legal show days of, you know, branding, make it something that's catchy, something that you can easily say. So I just kind of put a twist on dessert. <laughs> Took out of here, put something here, swish it a little around, and boom, desserts. And that one slice will change your life kind of just came from me just kind of just talking one Yo, time. Did you even know that? The slogan is one slice will change your life. Fire. Shout out desserts. Appreciate it. Shout out desserts. Coming to you. A city near you. Usually we for sure do. We always. That's not even a go to. That's crazy. That's not even a go to. Uh, no, at this point, the cupcakes are for sure. Well, by the time that first Valentine's Day came about, that's when I unveiled the cupcakes and the raspberry swirl cheesecake because there's no better way to show your partner you love them yeah. than with desserts. Yeah, I like that. That's just I how, like that's that. just that's how we was. That's Valentine's life. Day. Ooh, oh, yeah, no. Nah, we, we was coming. And you know I had to... Then that's when I came through with the uh, the tan suit with the with the vibrant colors for the lovers. You know I had Jeez. to show I had to show out, but that's when I brought the red velvet cupcakes and the cheesecake, and that's when I was starting to like, okay, now I gotta take it somewhere, right? I always knew how to do the seven up cake because that was my mom's like that's an OG family recipe right mm-hmm. there. Um, and I used to help my mom make that cake as a kid, but I didn't really know how to cook cupcakes, nor did I, for damn sure, didn't know how to make cheesecake. Um, and that's when I had to start getting into my bag on how I can expand my menu in certain areas. And those were the first two things I wanted to bring to the table. And by the time they hit the streets, they was a hit. And at this point, the Red Velvet Cupcakes have definitely become the top seller. Like, mm. folks go crazy over yeah, there. He, he, he used to come to school when I was in college. LMU, he used to come to the school with his with a batch. And, you know, he would take it around to, 
to all, all the homies or whatever and kind of video record their reactions. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a good. It was For crazy. Show got Everybody the Deezer's first time reactions. Yeah. I did a lot of um, in that moment. I was doing a lot of good branding stuff accidentally a lot, yeah. like me wanting to take pictures with my customers every special like. Um, when I dropped it off, I delivered it to you. Then I'm in a suit. And if you want, I, I say, you want to take a picture? Uh, we get a picture. Now you on our Instagram because the point of desserts was really like, I was trying to build a community. Like mm-hmm. I used to always say, this isn't my business. This is ours. And my, and the fact that I was building it to fund my education, always, I didn't know the big play for it at the moment, but I always mm-hmm. knew it was bigger than me. What I wanted to, what I wanted it to grow into, you know. Are we, are we seeing a, a bakery in the future for desserts? Oh well, it's kind of crazy. This is breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news, guys. This is breaking news. I literally went home after the last time I was out in LA doing the podcast, and I had got access officially to a commercial kitchen in Point Richmond, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, I tried to hit you with the explosions. Let me see. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, so that's kind of was the first step. At a certain point in time, I wanted to do a food truck. My dad has a food truck. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do the own dessert food truck. I wanted to do this because you know, a lot of people when I when you get into like the rooms of like consulting as it comes to like businesses now mm-hmm. they try to really sh- make you shy away from brick and mortar mm-hmm. so like by the time i learned about scalability out here most of the mentors i came around did not really like the idea of me starting up a bakery in a like location mm-hmm. but i'm definitely gonna have one i i like the idea of franchising honestly mm-hmm. like I'll tell you this. The reason why they probably said that is from a business standpoint, it's not as profitable as it could be. Well, for sure. Especially now with like the way e-commerce is. You know what I mean? So that was just them adding their two cents and saying, hey, you're not going to make as much money as you could with this other business or whatever. But But something is only as valuable as the work you put into it. And that's very true. Because like just as easily as it's like, hard to keep up with a location now like fast forward our whole game plan is about real estate because that's at this point we've realized the way we know how to like hustle you feel me like just off the simple fact of if i go into it and now i'm owning the building i not only get to run desserts through the daytime but if i want i can rent out our kitchens Mm -hmm. to caterers whatever Mm -hmm. i can host events I can do classes. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I could dress the store up to where we sell sell stuff like this spot out in Berkeley called Spun Sugar that I go to. Um, I think they do classes in the back, but in the front, it got all types of equipment in there. You know what I mean? Like, but once you own something and understand the value in that ownership, you have a lot of control and a lot of leverage. Now, if I'm going into it trying to lease something right now, oh yeah nah it could be ugly it could be ugly but with me owning something it could be a worth it risk when you know how to dip and dabble i feel like and that's all business is what risk are you willing to take Mm -hmm. to get to the top you know and i mean i love to say it it's a money race fellas but it ain't no problem coming in second 
You know? Yo, what does that entail? What does coming in second really entail when it's when you're talking about money? What does it mean? Well, I mean, my guy, you might have a better idea than me. You might have a better better marketing skills than me. Okay. You might have better um, uh, organization skills than me when it comes to getting to the money. And that might be more profitable for you. But if you make 10 mil and I make 9 mil, I mean, I can't I be mad at you, my dog. You know, right? So that, that second place is... <laughs> Hey, second place. You know what I mean. But what? that's why they say like you you put in an A effort and the least you can get is a B. You know, so it's like some things may not work out for you. Some people have different cards in their deck. Shoot for you know? the moon, land on the stars. Exactly. Or shoot for the but stars, another, land on the moon. Another interesting point is how do you know that's for you? You, you never do. I mean? You they, never really know. Like you can feel it in your heart as much as you want to. Or you could be very good at it, but sometimes it just may not pan out. Well, and when do you have to decide to to pivot and move? Because we are in a capitalistic society. Right. You do need money to to to, to survive. Um, but coming from an entrepreneurship standpoint, with that in the back, in the in, with that, like being said, and that being in other people's minds, or maybe in your mind, how do you stay afloat? How do you keep pushing through and saying, you know what, this shit is for me. I'm about to make it. Well, I like to say first. Love is a choice, and that's not only in relationships. Mm. Having love right and passion for something that you're doing, yeah. it's a choice. You have to Definitely. be patient with it. You got to be like, you got you to gotta make sure that you're not trying to milk whatever you're doing just for the financial gain. That's being selfish. No, see, I understand that. But there's also, we have to survive. That's true. So, so like, well, that's why you got to be realistic. What if you, right? what if you do things? Yeah, well, I'll let you finish. But what if you do things that you absolutely love, but they don't make no money? You can't survive unless you do something different. You know what I mean? I feel that. Yeah, because we live in a cap- capitalist society, it would be nice to live in a society where everybody can do what they are very passionate about and not have to worry about that type of stuff. But the question is, can everything make money? If you no. if you have the skill to sell it, can it make money? Well, sometimes some people's skills aren't things that can be sold. You know what I mean? Do you have examples? Uh, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess there's something there. I guess there's you can think about it and think think that everything can make money, well, but yeah. well, I think the point is I might like to swim with dolphins. Yeah, but you could leverage that. That's the point. Like, <laughs> like I'm saying, gonna, I really want to disagree with kind of where you no, go, ahead, go ahead. Because the main point in your question is, I think you have to be realistic in the fact of, like he's saying, you you have to be patient with it. Like his business, that's probably his baby. I refer to desserts as like my baby in that process of being patient. So with that, you have to also know what's going on in your life and what you do need as well. So. Mm-hmm. If that's being said, sometimes you can't give 100% to your business until your business gets to a certain point. What if it never does? And I guess that's the blind faith of it. You know? Well, yeah, because then it's yeah. like, well, I think it's I think it's like, like they say you work your nine to five to pay your bills. And from there, you work your five to nine. And that's your dream and your passion. And at that point, if it's your dream and your passion, it's on you to determine when it doesn't work or whatnot. As long as yeah. your everything else is handled and secured, like you have that freedom to dream. Like, I, I like who's to say like That's it's not time. working. 
Who's no, to say it's not whatever no, just because you but can't there, make a dollar? There are people out there that say, I don't want to work nine to five ever. That's true. No, and yeah, I don't want to work that it. shit that ever. Excuse right. my French. I don't yeah. want to. Like, yeah. I am one of those people. But with that, like, in the last, but that's why that's the saying. Like, yeah. you can, you, that's why I say you have to be realistic with yourself. Like, I know for a fact, these earths isn't going to pay all my bills right now. Like, I am in a privileged situation where I'm I'm with my grandmother right now and like I don't have mad expenses and mad bills to where I have the opportunity to stack, build and everything. But I knew if I had to pay rent, like for example, you, mm-hmm. there's less time for play. You feel me? Yeah. So I am in a space where I can maybe go for it a little bit more. But like for an example, someone like my sister, she is a prime example of working that day job that she has to go do to pay for her bills to survive but then with her extra time she puts that into her passions her dreams and where she wants to go and that's on you to determine if you want to keep doing that or not i think it's pretty tough though i i I do think it's it's one of those things where you kind of just bet on yourself and sometimes you got to be smart about it like yeah, if I have to go and be a Postmates driver or Uber driver just to take care of the bills, you know, and then also create my own schedule to where I'm handling my bills and then also doing things that I think is fun and healthy for me that keep me sane, you know? I feel you. Yeah. But and I can also really make profit well. from that. Yeah. That's a whole nother hustle. Yeah. But you are, you have to. It's it's adding tools to the tool set. Yeah. You gotta I have just, so many different. I just ones. hate that we're not able to pursue our dreams a hundred percent and not have yeah. to worry about that aspect of money. And that's right. where I was getting at. It just sucks. Yeah, it for sure does. Like some things, we could be super good at it. Some things, I feel like may not make money. May, it may not make money at that time to where we actually need it. You know, but if I mean? it, if, but if it's like. The reason I even landed into like the daycare it. idea was because I was searching for what makes me happy at that point. Yeah, of course. So and I think and I think that's kind of like what attests to you, but like your, your goals actually, actually make you money. Well, for sure, but yeah. your main point. But I wasn't going into it with the angle. Of course, of no, of money. course. I was going into it because I was trying to find what makes me happy. Of course. But and I think that's kind of what you're kind of hinting on. You wish we could be in a society where you could just naturally do what makes you happy, right? Yeah, and not have to worry about that monetary aspect at all. You know what I'm saying? But in a sense, does money make you happy? No. When you no, make it? but it no. gives you options. <laughs> it gives you I honestly options. like I like our currency system. I, I think it gives me joy knowing that I can make money. So that's... Do you agree or like capitalism? I love capitalism. Okay. I love that if I have something to offer, I can make money off of it and then use that money to buy like things that I like, like cars and houses and things like that. But if I have an idea, I can pursue that. I have the freedom to pursue that idea to make money. It well, takes about, it's a certain skill, yeah. you know? What about the the stance that, you know, capitalism, you know, gives this um makes way for status and pressure to be a certain <coughs> status and things like that mm-hmm. uh, because there are people who are essentially at the bottom of, let's say this pyramid of wealth or whatever mm-hmm. um, who don't have any who want to be up at the top mm-hmm. and then you know resources aren't allocated equally to different groups of people 
Mm. And so they don't have as much access or the access that we that other people do have to I don't, get to the top. I don't know? all the way think it's the full idea of the system in that regard. To, for what? As like you're saying that hierarchy of wealth because I think I think the issue is the people at the top is just selfish. And I think that's the real but, but issue. I, but the thing is, that's what capitalism brings is selfishness. So but I, I but, think... Go ahead. I think personally, we we have a competitive nature about ourselves. I mean, if you think about it, like some of the, the things that we watch is sports. We like seeing there being a champion. And there we like seeing there's a LeBron James versus a bench player. But don't you, you know? see how that revolves around capitalism yes and i'm all for it and it breeds capital it, that's what that breeds selfishness um i mean but it's on you to have that self-control kurt right and to not let profit consume you you and alter your ego but it does to almost a lot of different people you know it, it does but yeah. i think money that's doesn't change you it just shows who you truly were who you truly like alcohol. are like and i and because the point is the point i was kind of trying to go down is like i aspire to um to obtain wealth yeah to be somebody that is making a lot of money but with that same aspiration i desire to want to help a lot too so i think with being able to have that opportunity if everybody at that top one percent area was moving with that aspiration, then there could be more of what you're referring to of being able to move off a of passion and true desire of what you want to do. But the simple fact of everybody won't always be like everybody. And that's yeah. kind of just what it kind of is. It's, it's just an interesting concept because capitalism breeds, like it gives way for the haves and the have nots. So in order for there to be capitalism, you have to have that structure in place. Mm -hmm. The structure doesn't make sense if we're all on the, the same top, level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're all well. Everybody the same doesn't. Money. Everybody doesn't want to be on the same every, level. That's of what I'm, but that's the point to where if if but, those. But that's why now, mind you, I could easily be wrong. But I feel like if those at the top moved with selfless intentions with everything they did you would naturally see a trickle-down effect that may occur. No, of course. That but, may level things out that give people more of an opportunity to move off of true want instead of need all the time. And I think that was one of the biggest... I think that destroys capitalism. But, yeah. I, th I think it was one of the biggest moments in human history is creating a currency system because it tapped into motivating a, a large population of people to try and get to a certain status and be able to buy certain things like real estate, like clothing, like, and it, it's created all these markets where people are buying, selling and trading their wants and their needs, you know, and what they think is valuable at this period of time. So I think with a capitalistic society, people are getting this, the satisfaction of doing what they enjoy doing buying what they they enjoy the some people they like oh because okay. everyone doesn't have that luxury which that's true which but, is the point i'm trying to make but, but it's all scale right it's like at what scale can you buy you know some people are shopping at at walmart some people are shopping at costco some people are shopping at 
Gap and some people are shopping at Balenciaga, you know? Some people are buying cars. Some people are taking the bus. But if you believe in, and that's why I think America is one of the greatest countries ever, if you believe in your constitutional right to have freedom to use the resources in your area, now obviously the resources aren't allocated into places evenly. Exactly. But you if you have the opportunity to move into an area or move into a position where you can get those resources and then use those resources just based off pure motivation and will and um enough enough uh enough balls to just go after what you dream and the amount of hustle you put into it you receive a dollar amount and depending on if it's high or if it's not, you know, you, you feel a sense of accomplishment. It's like getting that NBA finals trophy yeah. after playing 82 games, you know, it's like, like, I, I love it. I love, I love capitalism. You know, it's, it's, I, I think, I think it drives what the American dream is, you know? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of theory, um, behind like both the, pros and cons for it too yeah and there's definitely also, cons it's yeah, a broken system it's it's, it's sure. very interesting to to listen to both sides yeah i personally like capitalism myself i was just playing devil's advocate and like yeah. questioning you know um or giving out some of the cons to it i would rather i would rather than picking republican democrat i would rather say i'm a capitalist like that's that's what drives my political views you know and if I can obviously like protect my family or protect, you know, people that, that share the same, uh, story or same, um, space as me, if I can protect them with laws and stuff like that. But what I'm really looking out for is my best economic, um, endeavor or best economic, whatever, like legislation and things like that. And that's, that's where all my political views come from. You know, it's interesting. That's, uh, I don't even want to get into the political bag, but that's for sure. Like, um, from what I understand, that's somewhat of the difference between a Democratic and Democratic person mm-hmm. and a Republican. Yeah, is that self-interest part? Yeah, because Democrats I for seem sure to be don't more necessarily humanita- want to go down that path. But I can agree. Yeah. I don't. But I didn't know we can stop it, it there. Be a, you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> we can stop it there. <laughs> um. It's very very interesting for sure um, how that all ties together too yeah. um, no for sure um but i think the point um and maybe i just go into it with a childlike optimistic spirit but i view it as in that championship analogy mm. when we get to where we want to be do you remember where you came from i do but wait just right there no for sure so when we get to where we get to and in that moment we had to go out and the resources weren't provided. They weren't smack dab in front of us and the journey wasn't easy. But because we had to take the long route and go out and find the different resources and actually connect the dots, I feel like if we consciously go into it in these moments in time now, knowing that that's our intentions, we can now open up a, long, a pathway to an angle to make it to this I point totally too. Agree. I totally You get agree. what I'm saying? No, and I, I totally think agree. and I think that's the issue in between like 
people go into it the whole time with that self-serving interest. And I get it when like everybody's closing doors and it feels like, yo, it's just me against the world and I got to do it. Um, like, I, I, yo, hey, I get it. But I think it's supposed to be bigger than us. You feel me? And with that being said, it's deeper than rap. And that's the point to where it's like the same people that will say, fuck me. Like, the only reason I give a fuck is because I know I'm damn near doing all of this just so that I could try to make a pathway for us, for our kids, our people. Like, like to where at this point, I can't even afford to take it personal because it's bigger than me. It's bigger than us. And that's kind of the only point I was kind of trying to go at with it just because... Yeah. Obviously, those that are there now, they don't give a fuck. A few well, may well, give a the, fuck. The, a few the, may. The the same. I feel like, and mm, this is this is theory and stuff too. But we care, and there are a lot of people who do care. But there's not enough people. And I think that's the care. point. And I and that and that's the point. And that's theory, but that there's not sure. enough people who care because there are or people who do care. live in the society we live in. I feel like it would be a lot different. If everyone cared, we wouldn't be living in this I got to get mine type of society. But in this moment, I think what all our part that we can do now yeah. is try to lead a trail behind us of moving differently and hope that over time it can then enact another generation to want to keep doing that to where over time it's a bigger play. You get what I'm saying? So here's, here's more theory. I don't know if this is podcasts... Uh, healthy but more theory um if everyone if we were able to change everyone's life to get to that point to where everyone was on the same playing field and level would there even be capitalism if everyone was pretty much the same well i think the fact that everybody doesn't want the same things you'll just start to see people just naturally fall mm. into where they want to be at you know what i mean like some people are like, some people be backpacking around the world. They're comfortable with minimal living. Some people want the finer things, but they can't afford the finer things. You know what I mean? But if everyone had our mindsets, would there be finer things? It's theory. It's but all I theory. Think, but I think finer things is um, is whatever you make it, too. Like, like, um, like, you put the value into the materialistic things. You feel me? Yeah. Well, it's... It's theory. It's it, this is all theory. I know, and this is this is one thing you know. Um, you guys know the artist Black. Yeah, yeah. So he said in one of his songs, he was like, um, "People will do anything to to get the millions that I have, just so that they can think that they're as free as I am." Because that's the point. Like, once you get the money, that does not mean everything just gets naturally easier. Everything right. goes away. So I think you know. Even people who who make millions of dollars, people that are middle class, people that are poor, they all have their fair their fair share of problems. For sure, you know, dealing with the, uh, obviously like like certain things. So, I think what God has for us is different plans and different ways for us to learn about ourselves through whatever situation. Yeah, you can have wants and needs and yada yada, but if we I, I don't think it would do humanity a favor if we were all on the same playing field. You know, we all have to that. unite and love each other as there are levels to people's lives, you know? 
we have to understand that some people are less fortunate than us. We have to understand that people are more fortunate than us. Not having envy and while also having the heart to care about a person who is doing worse than you are. And then how do you look at you, the things that you have? What is the lens that you put on and say, you know what, I'm actually going to treat this thing with love and respect because somebody over in a third world country would pray to eat just a little bit of food that you have. You yeah, know, or, or maybe play for 30 minutes on your, your iPhone or something like that. Never ever seen an iPhone, but you'll just pick up your iPhone and throw it on the bed or something like that yeah. instead of just setting it in a place where it'll never fall. What? They made a whole business of cases, obviously for the aesthetic, but also protection because people are careless with their things. Yeah. Let's show more love. Let's show more respect. Let's show more, you know, to, to the things that less fortunate people don't have. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm definitely going, I would love to keep this conversation going off camera because I still got more questions for you guys about it. Yeah. Um, but we've been harping on it for a minute. Um, but yeah. 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 Well, that's smooth. You know what's crazy? We didn't even do a check-in. How are you guys? How, how are you, K KP? I'm good, man. What time is it? It's it's ten thirty. I'm feeling good right now. What about you, Dwap? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm happy to be in this presence. I'm happy to be in this moment. Um, how are you feeling, Steve? Man, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I just, I like this conversation. I like picking you guys' brains about like topics in general. Hey, you so know it's mad smooth. Y'all look y'all look sensational today. Like, oh man. Like I'm <laughs> telling y'all, y'all y'all can't see it on the cameras, but these fellas they come suited and booted to the podcast. I like it. We trying to the same way we move with desserts, we try to uh we trying to do it here. We are This is desserts. We, this is desserts TV. But that's my point. We are trying to be young professionals and we aren't perfect but we are definitely trying to, bro. Tell them what you're trying to build, because I don't. I don't think we got into to all that D, unless you re you might not be ready to reveal it, but all that D encompasses and what he wants to build, because you have some really lofty goals, and you know one thing I love about you is your lofty goals. People may not think it is, but everything you think is attainable. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. I'm sorry, we're getting a little religious here. Ooh. Well, I'm uh, saying it again, brother. But that's you can do the, all things through Christ that strengthens you. That's the reason I decided to continue to believe in myself because mm. um, he's the one that gives me the strength. And at the end of the day, I'd be thinking a mile a minute. And as I've been recently dealing with like my mental health stuff, I've been really trying to check myself. And now I'm like battling with this version of myself to have all these ideas because right now it's really time to lock in and focus you know so you know what's another crazy thing about that is i feel like as we get older we lose that young creative oh, almost entrepreneurship doubt. spirit that we had well i think life kids. starts to um and life starts to hit you and it kind of rolls back into the capitalism but that's, that, but that's that point you talk about where yeah once you have like real responsibilities and stuff, like that's why those OGs would be like, "Yo, like, what's this young blood talking about over here?" Like, it takes come on. a lot to keep it. 
a lot. It and takes a lot to keep hard. it. So that's why it's you, hard. You, you talk about the struggles of the things that you're you're going through right now, but those are struggles and 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 things that people go through when they have when they have this entrepreneurship mindset, this creative mindset, because you start to lose it. Well, because of life. That's you. that's why most true entrepreneurs never retire. Mm. They're always doing something. There, it's like, okay, I've done this for twenty years. Now I'm gonna move on to the next thing. And they're innovating, right? They'll retire for maybe a year and then get bored while they're on their 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 island or Literally. something, hanging out. You know. And, right now, I'm just a hungry hustler. <laughs> right. And you just never, you never stop, you know, whether you make a dollar in a day or you make a thousand in a day, you just love the hustle. You love it. Um, I think it drives me to just keep doing more and more because I want to be able to, to build a school, Mm -hmm. you know, and if anything can add to one little piece of creating that school, I'm going to do it. And then when the job is done, then, okay, now how can I sell my curriculum to schools nationwide That's so that I put a stamp on mm-hmm. all of these kids learning environments all across the world, mm-hmm. you know? And then after I'm done with that, okay, cool. now I can go and talk in front of school assemblies, you know, talk about, Hey, are you being heard? You know, you have a voice as a young sixth grader, over in uh, Tacoma, Washington, <laughs> or Tacoma. a little uh, 15-year-old girl over in New York City, yeah. you know, with all these dreams and doesn't, and doesn't even know where to go yet, you know? Mm-hmm. You're heard. You know, the young boy over in Florida who's having issues with his parents, you know? You're heard. I get We, we want to give you a platform, just like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, giving uh, young athletes a platform to express the way that they feel when a whole lot of pressure is put on them Mm -hmm. to one have great grades and then also um, play a sport that is so demanding of your time and perform every night at that time. And when you're showing out for 20,000 people, you're not getting paid a dime for it, man. That's the college system for you. And it sucks, man. And people I definitely will say, think athletes need to get paid. And people sure. will say, oh, the education is enough. But the education doesn't guarantee that you'll you'll have a job Mm-mm. after. Well, I th- well, one of the bigger issues is, like, even if I can't get a paycheck from playing, I really don't like the idea that they don't let you even make a dollar off of your brand. Right. Shout out to LeVar Ball, man. Shout out you know to what LeVar, I mean? man. And I think that's, like the worst part of it all like it's one thing if you're not gonna pay me but you're gonna give me the education okay cool but i can't go out and like be a brand ambassador when i have a hundred thousand followers they own you like i can't i can't go out and (laughs) they physically own you it's yeah it's crazy it a little modern, modern day, day slavery. slavery man this is ridiculous this is the type of society we live in you know why yeah. Talk it, Capitalism, dude. dog. Yeah. Talk it. Yeah. That's the problem. I hate to say it. Sorry. If you hate to say it, then say it, Steve. It's but like you know, um, some say that like business models are very pyramid-like, and it seems like athletes are below the period, uh, below the pyramid. 
you know, so you mm. have the minimum wage at the bottom, you know, the low income, the people that say uh, um, the poor wage gap or whatever. I mean, I mean, but what about, you know, you go you, you look at companies that go overseas and do sweatshops and stuff right. like that. How ethical is that? Exactly. And that's that's actually something that we learned in our business class. Cause right. You got some that say, you know what, this is their living conditions in, in this country. Pretty ethical to me. Yeah. I mean, why should America be the standard? I think that's something we can research. We can write a book, you know, Life Under the Pyramid. Mm. You know, exposing people that are not taken seriously and given the right wages for their work. Well, well, in that country, it may be the right wages. But, but that doesn't mean... But, no, but, but that, you could this for is, sure go that, down that's there that argument. you could set the president. And I think that ties back into but even the that, content, the care, who you decide to be. But even that... Even that... Because... Um, there's a lot of people that say if you raise the minimum wage to living conditions, more living conditions or whatever, that'll just raise the price of everything else. Yeah, that's true. And that's, it, it's it's tough. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a touch subject because we've had case studies in school and, you know, you have some people, we have a lot of people who agree, oh, you know, people need to survive. They need to live. So we need to wage them, uh, raise the minimum wage or we need to pay those um, those workers more money, right. but when you pay those workers more money, everything else goes up, and that's what you know inflation is. Yeah. So it's just like, where is that balance? That's true. With, within a capitalistic society that we live yeah. in, where is that balance? Because there's a lot of haves, not haves, and have nots. And how do you that's at tough. least balance it out? That's somewhat? tough. Yeah. Well, I don't have all the answers. I ain't got the answers either. But we can. What we can do is you know choose to live in this world and do. All of the philosophies you guys have been talking about is, hey, I'm going to grind it out so that I can pave the way for the next generation, my mm-hmm. friends, my family, the people I know, the people I don't know. Mm-hmm. So where we can kind of ideally reach. Well, because I think where everybody has those resources, because at the end of the day, you have to start somewhere. And right now, I can't like if we're going to be as honest, like I'm broke. So like I can't in this current moment save the world right now but i can do my i could the smaller things you can plant that seed and that's the point to where as i continue to grow build get it and if i continue on this mission game plan that i'm trying to like align and walk through then down the line i now have something to give that could be more than my family but that's because if i gave the game to the right people now it's not just me 20 years from now ready to go help everybody it's a coalition of people behind me that are like-minded or ready to go enact change you feel me yeah man knowledge knowledge expands the mind knowledge of truth opens opportunities i feel like that could be a whole t-shirt or something plant a seed Really, plant a seed. I like that, or plant a seed in someone, or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's that's all we're trying to do is plant a seed. We're so just giving grow. out little nuggets, man. Yeah. Dropping slight gems. If you could pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. If it's you, for man. you, it's for you. Um, it's out there for everybody. You know, you just gotta you gotta want it. You know, you you gotta be able to open up your heart to these these seeds that are being planted. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will be like, man, just shut down when somebody starts talking to, talking their ear off you know and 
I've done it before. I've cho- chosen not to person. listen. Yeah. You know? And it's because I feel like I know a little bit better than what other people are telling me. Well, delivery is important too, though, because it's For important sure. on how, like, you come as somebody. Like, mm-hmm. I learned a lot about it's not how I say it, it's how it's perceived. It's uh-huh. not how I meant it, it's how they heard it. And that's the only thing that at the end of the day matters. Right. Um, like, because I'm the only one that's going to genuinely know what I'm saying until I say it. And then it's up to be interpreted. So it's, called, it's intent versus impact. Yeah. I mean, I like it's, that. Not, it's not what you intend. It's how you impact somebody. Hmm. So, I mean, it all speaks to what we're talking about. For sure, man. Well, I appreciate you, brother. So. Let's talk about some threat to sugar share the wealth. If you could highlight one business, my boy KP, what would that one business be? Let's just do one for. No, it's smooth. Um, I'm gonna have to highlight uh, Juice County Players. Okay, what's that? Uh, so I got a friend that I used to actually play basketball against for years. You know. Um, his name's Justin Aluya, and he has a friend named Brennan, and they started a, um, a clothing company called Juice County Players. Wow. And it's a collective of people who have played sports within Orange County, because oh, wow. we actually call it Juice County. Word, okay. You know, orange juice, you know. So. Word, okay. I see, I, see the, I see the gems y'all throwing out right there with that. So Shout they, out to them. Yeah, they they just came out. They got some hoodies. Okay. They got some t-shirts, you know. They got some shorts. Um, yeah, shout out Juice County Players. Shout out to Juice County Players, man. What about you, D? Uh, I think the business I want to highlight today is a business I referenced earlier in this episode is my dad's food truck, which goes by the name of Roadside Soul, where you just get some soul by the side of the road. Um, And we plan to be back out on the streets during the holidays and hope to be able to bring bring Richmond something very special in the next few months. So looking forward to it. Shout out to Pops, man. Can't stop shouting my guy out. Uh, just got it painted. About to get it uh, dipped and dapped a little bit more. And we about to be backing at it. So yeah. looking forward to that. Roadside Soul, ladies and gentlemen. Look out for it soon. Where you at with it, Steve? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, what is Kyrie's business called? I'm going to shout him out. Um, I think it's. I think it's like natural remedy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, let me let me see if I can find it. Uh, we had a homeboy in, in high school who started his own his own uh, cannabis cannabis club. club. Oh, okay, out cool. In out in Sac, and he's super successful. Cannabis club? It's not really a club. He just sells yeah. sells weed. Okay. Um, it's super. It's like super, super, it's very lucrative business, and he's making a lot of money. Um, that was another question I have for you: is like, in the cakes, would you ever think of putting? I mm, did do edibles. It's another avenue. Yeah, I did edibles. Um, I started doing edibles in 2017. Turned the game up, and it it was so crazy to see. 
people argued with me about a price of something without the can without the weed in it. Yeah. But the moment there was a few grams of THC, the price skyrocketed. Yeah. And it was just a natural reaction. And I said, Wow. Yeah. What do you mean so? You mean people like for example, my red velvet cupcakes, if I just sell one of them like out and about, I'm I think I sell them for like three dollars, right? If it was an edible cupcake like 100 milligrams each that was gone for like ten dollars a cupcake at that That's point crazy. really well, i thought that was 25 or was that the cake mm, oh that was the slice of the cake right and it might have been like 20 25 but even then mm -hmm. those but that was only because they were super strong um but that cake off rip was gonna be going for like four dollars a slice yeah. and now i'm getting like twenty dollars for a yeah. slice of cake what yeah. is going yeah. on yeah i've seen that yeah. i've seen that in action um at one of the art events that i've gone to with joseph there was a girl who was selling ice cream mm -hmm. and she had edible ice cream and she um it's called irie irie cream i think Word. so I like shout that. out to irie cream shout out to irie another, cream another business another one yeah, another so one another black owned so. nature's underscore remedy word okay 916 that's that's his name shout him out she was selling a, a pint of ice cream for like 12 15 bucks word yeah but it was, like my friends tried the one that had thc in it and they said it took you to the moon that's crazy yeah. <laughs> so. that is Something dope. So let's get to our forward focus song of the week. Uh, what are you thinking of? Got a song in mind? Yeah, um, the song "Work It Work Working Out" by JID. I call him Jid. <laughs> okay, let's get that queued up. Don't let me break it in two I'm sure that I could possibly do nothing for you I'm nearly on the edge I'm about to jump in the view I'm really not afraid of nothing Fuck you at on the road and ain't coming back into my hundred stacks make a hundred racks and that hundred racks bring a bundle back i was blowing gas like the honey badger say i deep bitch the money snatcher say like this shit i'm coming after everybody don't get the bloody splatter i'm flying i got my niggas fly too shit is like buddy passes i wanna cry cause i'm numb inside uh, if you wonder why ask what's the matter yeah. cause i've been working hella hard shit ain't really working out i've been praying to the lord shit ain't really working out I've been looking to the stars, see my head up in the clouds. Shit ain't really working now. Shit ain't really working now. Shit ain't really working now. We love it. So, Steve, what you thinking of queuing up right now? Man, you know I'm a real J. Cole fan, so I'm gonna have to go one of his most popular songs, <laughs> Work Out. Okay, okay. Let's get that queued up. 
IQS is throwback too. High school. But is that a good thing? Cause girl, I can't be your man. No man. I know what's on your brain. You probably hope it never would end. Like, is it the real thing? Or is it just a one night stand? Well then, let me see you get high and go low. Now girl, won't you drop that thing down to the flow? I'm here for one night, half fuck. I wanna see ya So I think at this point, I'm about to get us queued up with that champion by Kanye West. Hit him with it, hit him with it. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. That's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Wow, the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist. When I shot so much, I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the projects, but every time I want to lay away or deposit, my dad say, when you see clothes, close your eyelids. We was sort of like Will Smith and his son. In the movie, I ain't talking about the rich ones. Because every summer, he'd get some brand new hair brain scheme to get rich from. And I don't know what he did for dope, but he'd send me back to school with a new wardrobe and hey, think he did when he packed it up and brought it back to the crib just a little something show you how we live everything i wanted man it seems so serious mm-hmm. that's that shit so if you gon' do it do it just like this did you realize that you were a when it feel like living's harder than dying for me that was championed by kanye west ladies and gentlemen this point ladies and gentlemen we just want to thank our guest kp for showing up and showing out not one time but two times for us coming with a multitude of game and just sharing his story and we appreciate that nut to a t my brother yeah i appreciate you guys you know what you're doing is is needed um not only for for young black men but also, everyone in the world to, to see some people trying, trying to do something, even in the wake of all this craziness that's going on. Um, I just want everybody to know that God loves you and um, 
you know, just, just live with an open heart and you'll see how many lives you can change. That's real. You know, that is real. Steve, anything else you want to leave the people with? Nah, that's facts. Yo, well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to let you know that this was, is, and always will be realest state of mind, ladies and gentlemen.